Hey, y'all. Thanks for checking out the From the Captain's Quarters podcast. We are proudly brought to you by Captain Coop's Beard Company. For all your beard needs, we got the beard oils, the beard balms, the beard butters. We got you covered, fellas, or ladies with facial hair. But also our new line of CBD products, including CBD body butter, CBD lotion. We got that ink balm for all you tattooed freaks out there. And Tortuga, our personal lubricant. Check it all out at CaptainCoops.com. Don't forget 10% off when you use the promo code podcast at checkout, CaptainCoops.com. The show is also brought to you by Apiron Northfields, formerly Everything Hemp LLC. Delta 8 products, Delta 9 products, CBD tinctures, body creams, body everything. If you need CBD goodies, they got it all. Still working on that new website, so you can currently find them at EverythingHempLLC.com. Also on the social medias. Give them a follow, give them a like, and get yourself some of that D9. <laughs> it is the From the Captain's Quarters podcast uh, on location at the Motherwind Studios here in beautiful downtown Chippewa Falls. Uh, it's very homey in here, fellas. I just uh, I love what you've done with the walls. This is the best best couch maybe I've ever sat on. It's the it's the practice space. No, I, I, no, seriously, it, it's got a good vibe to it. I, I like it. I feel I feel good here. I feel just comfortable ripped, here. Just ripped all the tape off the walls. You can't even like. Leave it to the lead singer not to put the microphone up to his mouth exactly. when he talks. <laughs> There's not <enough> spotlight on <laughs> Can we get some spot in here? Bring me some spot, and we're gonna need some uh, some backing vocals. Uh, so Anthony and Jackson are here from uh, from Motherwind. Uh, if you guys haven't checked these guys out, either uh, listening to their music or checking them out live, this is a is a must do. Um, I want to go back and talk about the origin story. Jackson and I go back uh, many years. Uh, he's been a part of a. a bands that I've helped promote and help uh, bring to some shows. Uh, also, a, a influential part of Captain Coop's uh, beard company and the products that it, it so finely produces. Uh, but as far as you guys getting together and, uh, and figuring out that you wanted to make music together, how, does, how did that story begin? Where did you cross paths first? Well, so originally we started writing songs, um, me, Nate, and Michael, um, obviously, who aren't present. Uh, we all went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And um, we were writing songs under a name called The Color Scene. And um, unfortunately, our drummer didn't work out. Um, he was my cousin. His name's Adam Blooms. Great guy. Um, everybody should check out his music, too. Um, a little folkier. Uh, Neil Youngish. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Ting! Um, but um, after we had that kind of falling out, um, me, Jacks or me... Nate and Michael were looking for a drummer to fill in, and Caleb Delaney um, from Narcissus, a mutual friend of um, me and Jackson, uh, he pointed me into Jackson's direction, and uh, I think I traveled up here one weekend, and me and Jackson took a camping trip, uh, partied a bit, felt each other out, felt each other up. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. F- figured we liked each other, we got along, so I introduced Jackson to the other guys, and it's been magic since then. Uh, we started writing songs at Midwest Horse uh, Sanctuary in Nielsville, and um, it just it just worked out. Do you feel like when uh, and obviously having started you know a project before that, and Jackson, you being a part of bands before that, is there is there some I don't want to call it invisible magnetic force field, but when you, you find the right person and you, and you vibe with them, like the unit becomes cohesive and you're like, okay, I feel like we're, we're in a groove now. We have the right pieces in place. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was more of love at first sight, but ah, <laughs> the truth comes out. It was Jackson just worked out really good. And we had very similar um, tastes um, in music 
food too. I found out he was a professional chef and he was cooking me dinner like <laughs> every single weekend. Uh, it was great. It was great. I'm very happy I met you, Jackson. Yeah, I, w- I want to get uh, Jackson's two cents on this because you know when you when you talk about a relationship story like this, a band <laughs> relationship story like this, you want to get both sides of it. You can't just be a one-sided affair. Uh, so tell me about you know would you would you concur with everything that that Anthony said about you know the meeting and the camping and the feeling and the cooking? <laughs> well, not, I don't know about all the feeling, <laughs> but um, yeah, as as far as what you were saying about like feeling that click. Um, I kind of noticed that actually the first time I practiced with them mm-hmm. is we just uh, he Anthony had sent me some of their recordings to like practice and I didn't <laughs> I I panic listened to them the whole drive there which it was an hour drive so it was fine good plenty of time um, yeah and they were easy songs I I got it um, but so I showed up and I kind of just improved with them and it it just felt so easy to fall in step with them and I. I knew they were all younger guys with less stage experience and stuff too. So like halfway through practice, I had said, Hey, okay, everybody take your hair ties out and pretend you're like playing for real people right now instead of horses. (laughs) 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 And they did and it was great. And we all just had fun and clicked immediately. And yeah, since then we've just been writing more, playing shows, playing bigger shows. I remember that, that like, I remember that like three month window where Jackson was playing hard to get not giving a commitment to actually being a part of the band. Dude, I was so pissed. I was so <laughs> pissed. It's like, you know, I bought you dinner. I took you to the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heard this story before. Yeah. So what, what was what was the delay in in commitment? I know it was it was it sour band experience in your past, or were you were you not quite ready to to make that kind of commitment? I mean, were you not looking in the rearview mirror too much? Sour experience so much as. Um, realizing how big of a commitment it Mm. was because of the last project I had been a part of and the extent that I wanted to be present in that and and build that and I knew if I was part of another project I would want it to be something like this and not as casual as well and I didn't know if I was ready to jump into that big of a commitment but I was so (laughs) (laughs) so who got down on one knee no let's 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 save that for (laughs) <laughs> there's pointing fingers goal. going on Every we'll practice. let the audience uh <laughs> to the first practice <laughs> one knee both knees semantics really at this point uh but you guys uh, you guys have music out uh for fans to listen to uh tell me about putting uh putting you know obviously the writing process but then getting music out into people's ears um so i think it was three fifths of the songs were already um pretty much written by the mm-hmm. time jackson um became part of the band um writing those songs were um a couple of them were written down in austin texas where we recorded um my solo album which was um basically that's what evolved into the color scene Mm -hmm. um so a lot of those songs were written um outside of a food truck in austin texas um and jackson just Jackson being part of the band just um, brought those songs to the next level and gave them more of a sound, what we wanted. And drums make the song, you know. They're just... That was shameless. Yeah. Was, oh, wow. <laughs> they do. Wow. They, they really do. I've, I've, inter- I've interviewed uh, musicians for, for like 23 years of my life, and nobody has ever said that before. So this is, I mean, congratulations, Jackson. I feel like I mean, yeah, an award for sure, for on sure. the wall. Makes, make, makes the song. Dude, I give so much credit to drummers, too, because, <laughs> you know, carrying that fucking... Oh, that entire set and put, setting it up on stage. And if there's like two people there, 
You're like, I just did all this. <laughs> That's why he's so svelte. It's it's all <laughs> carrying svelte. Your, svelte. Svelte. Yeah. It's carrying all that drum stuff around. So if so let's say nobody has, uh, people are listening to this podcast for the first time. They're being introduced to you. Uh, give them a, a verbal description of what mother wind sounds like like is there influences in there <laughs> there there's, uh, there's what, pointing back and forth what the, what the name sounds like no like or? like what uh the, the vibe of the band like what the is, is there influences from from other artists that that Ooh. kind of make a hodgepodge of it's all it's the really really a melting pot i mm-hmm. mean you get you get some 90s grunge you get some stevie ray vaughn in there um what else what do you like man <laughs> i like banging on stuff it's cool i guess we're just trying to write cohesive songs mm. um i don't know i don't know i don't want us to sound or live vicariously through other bands if that makes sense i don't want to i just want it, all of our songs to be like unique like one mm-hmm. cohesive unit kind right. of thing they're all radically different every single one that you have Every song that you got is like so completely different from the next one that you hear, though, because one sounds like you know you got some like almost like Spin Doctors tones in it, you know, Wrong Side of the Sun, and then the next one will be like really bluesy, and you got another one that's almost like like uh, I don't know rockabilly sound. Yeah, and I think at the beginning of like every songwriter's career, they're always like. Um, they're heavily basing their songwriting off of what they like mm-hmm. and we're slowly beginning to get out of that we're just kind of you know oh we want this to sound like a mother wind song we don't want right. it to sound like um bad flower or highly suspect or other bands we've been compared to do you find that freeing though i mean as as, as artists as songwriters that you're you're you have the ability to sound like however you want that song to sound like you're not like oh we, we have to make sure that this is you know, fits into this genre or this fits into this, this tone or this melody, you kind of are, you, you're free to kind of roam about the map as, you know, within your, the confines of your abilities. Well, yeah, we just want, we just want the songs to be sonically sound mm-hmm. and um, I guess unique to us. We don't, we don't really care what, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Our songwriting process is very organized, but very disorganized at the same time. Controlled chaos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, one of us will be laying on the floor, like, <laughs> crying because the other person <laughs> doesn't want to do what one person wants to do. Or, you know, sometimes in here it's just fucking noise. <laughs> so, but some, all, all four of us playing a different song. And <clears throat> Did that make the album? I mean, that's the question. Did the... <laughs> yes, yeah. It's, it's the bonus track, the hidden, super secret hidden. The crybaby track. tracks, crybaby B sides. <laughs> and you guys have had a chance to get out and uh, and play some shows uh, around the area and stuff. What what is that? What's the the feedback been like? Because I I know there's it's one thing to uh, to play music in in a rehearsal space or go to a recording studio and put it out, but to get in front of uh, get in front of an audience. Uh, what's the, what's the reception been like? What's the action been like? I'm sure it's been growing exponentially since you guys have had a chance to get out and, and play more often. Um, so we actually were very lucky. Our first ever show, um, was in Tony, Wisconsin, and we actually got to open for the Black Moods, who are already they're they're an established yep. national. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that opened a lot of doors right away. Meeting John Kaiser, um, who does Northwoods Rock Rally, that opens a lot of doors. He's 
he's super supportive of us and um lots of other bands everybody loves john how can you not love john Mm. um but the response was really good i mean everybody sees how young we are and how motivated we are and um a lot of the feedback we've gotten is just people see how much we love our band and um that's I, I never thought that we'd get that response. It's what I'm always looking for. Oh, we love your band, but even if they don't love our band, they see that we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want you want some outside comments from last weekend? I don't know. <clears throat> They're good. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> while I was there, um, these three guys, four guys, were in there, and they were just like watching guys kind of standing over towards the door, and pretty soon they were getting into it. And the one guy came over and he was talking to me about stuff, you know, just random, and we started talking. Obviously, I'm in the hemp business. He turned out to be in the hemp business, so we were talking about that. But then he said, geez, I'm I'm so glad we came in here. He goes, because we were just going to pop in and pop back out. But we heard these guys play, and it was fucking awesome, and we needed to stay. We just couldn't pull ourselves out of there. I think I talked to that guy after the show. He's the one that I, like, pointed out. I said, said, you're like a hot mom, right? Yep, exactly. (laughs) Because those... Those lights on everybody's stage were just so, so you couldn't see his so beard, bright. I really, couldn't is what you're saying. Oh, I couldn't see he was a male. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like got the, got the like farmer hat on yeah. and the yeah, and yeah. the beard. He's a good dude. I talked to him the other day. We're gonna be doing some business together. But awesome. regardless, um, that was a lot of it. People came in off the street because they heard live music, paid the ten bucks because they had ten extra bucks in their pocket. But they but they were staying. Um, the rumors reeled them in, and then you guys kept them there. It was fucking awesome i mean it was like a that was a good vibe and it wasn't a huge crowd but it was a good crowd you know and they were they were digging it and you know that's but i hear that all the time you know like rally you know they don't know that i know you guys and stuff and i hear people you know just like i see them singing along to the songs so they've heard some of the originals before but then of course when you guys do like a couple of covers they're like right there with those and sure i mean i get a lot of audience Mm -hmm. feedback when i've seen you guys it's like because those of us in the audience, we, we talk and say, this is, this is awesome. Or you, that wasn't great. You know, for some <laughs> bands, I mean, dude, it happens. You've been at shows and you've said that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and we've been, um, we've been the subject of that. <laughs> so you got, you got music out for people to listen to, uh, shows under your belt. And it, it sounds like a lot of forward momentum, uh, with this band feeling good about, you know, your performance. And, and as Jackson had said, since he's kind of the experienced one, you know, the show grows, you know, the live show grows and leads to uh, some big festivals coming up this summer. You mentioned Northwoods Rock Rally. I know you guys are going to be part of that one. Uh, Jackson, you've, you've experienced the rally before. Uh, how do you guys get prepared for, you know, for bigger stages like that and, and playing along with, you know, some of the, you know, the bigger acts that are going to be coming into town and just let it all hang out and see, yeah. how, see how many bodies are standing afterwards? Yes. Always pee before you play. Good um, advice. I guess something I always do is I eat a bunch of fruit and this is like a new thing. I've, it, it is, it is. I, I like wasn't eating fruit for like the longest time because fruit is so fucking expensive. And, um, I just, I just, I just eat fruit and the fruit makes me perform well. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there's a, a naval orange sponsorship deal that's just looming out there somewhere dole hit us dole yeah dole uh call the podcast we'll get you guys connected what do you do jackson well i'd I'd say when we play bigger shows the 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 best thing to like mentally get ready for it is you just know it's going to be a ton of fun Mm -hmm. um one thing like 
what you were saying earlier about what we get comments on uh one thing that we get talked about and get told is um our stage presence and our stage show how much how much energy we have mm -hmm. uh, people really dig how interactive we are with the with the audience and stuff Opinatas. yeah we we started kind of doing a, a shtick lately where we bring a pinata to the show and fill it full of weird shit and who doesn't love a pinata Right, especially it's when not it's just for of, kids. People, when it's full of frogs and lube. <laughs> <laughs> Winning, <laughs> not frog lube. That's different. That's no, different. Lube, just lubed up frogs. And now you know. The more you know, the further you'll go. But yeah, so it, it just think ahead to how much fun the show is going to be, mm -hmm. and anything that could be the fear or anxiety about the show, I just pretend it's excitement, and then it turns into excitement, and then we go on stage, and we all are we're we're like four brothers we're tight we're having fun it's it's a blast yeah that's you just awesome. got to go into it with the right mindset and jimmy i know you guys are a big part of uh northwoods rock rally uh, and ton of bands out there that i'm sure you've seen and are looking forward to seeing this year oh absolutely um we're real involved with northwoods rock rally because we're kind of an automatic sponsor obviously phil the owner of our company um he ran and put together and it's on his property so he's kind of in the background with Rock Rally, he doesn't, he loves it. He doesn't have to do the work and he still gets to enjoy it. And he gets to go there and we're selling our hemp products with a pier on. And that's, you know, that's our involvement. But, you know, I think, um, you know, I've gone to Rock Rally for many years. So, you know, I'm part of that group that will probably always go to it uh, just because it's a different kind of festival. It's really organic and, you know, nobody gives a shit. They don't let kids in there, which is awesome, because mm -hmm. um, then adults can really cut loose, and you don't have to worry about if you just accidentally bought a, a 16-year-old a beer, you know, or whatever. You know, it's just kind of like that. Yeah, it's a super fun festival. I remember most of it, but then uh, Jägermeister bottles just ended up at my door, and, <laughs> and and then I time traveled, which is really cool. I didn't know that was a thing, but magic um i want to I play a, a mother wind song on here do you guys have a specific one you want to want to toss out a, a fan favorite or a, maybe a, a band favorite uh, people have been digging resistance lately so we'll do that one there you go resistance mother wind
Resistance Motherwind on the From the Cabinet's Quarters podcast uh, here talking with Anthony and Jackson and Jimmy. Um, we talked about Northwoods Rock Rally coming up this summer. Obviously, I'm sure they'll be they'll be filling in the gaps with a bunch of different shows and stuff. But uh, Rockfest also is on the docket for 2022. I'm sure looking forward to uh, to getting out and playing in front of a bunch of people there, too. Yeah, we're pumped. Um, Rockfest is so weird for me. That's kind of like a milestone being able to play at Rockfest because when I was little... My dad would always leave for Rockfest, and my mom would stay home and take mm-hmm. care of me and my sister. We never knew where my dad was, <laughs> and you know he'd come back and he'd, you know look like he just got back from something <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Did he go to war? Yeah. Is he right? gonna be okay? Right. Yeah. No, I remember he would always bring me like a cup from from Rockfest, and I'm like, oh, that's where you were. Okay. Okay. I remember uh, Aerosmith was playing one year. He got me an Aerosmith shirt. Uh, but yeah, Rockfest for me is just like a huge thing. It's like, you know, I, I feel complete a yeah. bit, but we're not done. You know, we still have a lot, a lot to do. <laughs> and it's a cool thing about these festivals is it, both of them that we talked about and more that are coming in the future is not just obviously the, the, the major opportunity to play in front of a big crowds, but also a chance to get to watch other bands and maybe pick up on some things and, and interact with them. I know you've had some experience opening for some other artists, but is there, is there anybody on either one of those lineups that you're like, man, I can't wait to either maybe catch their set or, you know, have a chance to maybe rub elbows with them uh, in either one of the lineups. I'm sure, I mean, it's, it, they're both extensive lineups, so it might be tough to, to name drop somebody off, off the bat, but is there like, Oh yeah, I want to make sure that I get a chance to see those guys. Uncle daddy, <laughs> uncle daddy is, we, we know those guys personally, mm-hmm. but you know, in, in my opinion, them and via they're both from minneapolis yep. and the issues there um guys that we're all um good friends with i mean those are honestly my top three most i'm most excited about them very cool um john five too john five i'm really excited about right during your set yeah right during our set oh and another <laughs> another cool thing about um 
well, I guess kind of cool, kind of not cool, because I really wanted to see The Pretty Reckless. Um, but we play right before their set and right after their set. So technically, we get to open for The Pretty Reckless, and then they get to open for us in the same, like, four hours. <laughs> I, I feel like that needs to go on a, on a poster, a resume or something, like open for and we're open for by. Just make, like, a diagram with, like, the arrows and yeah. shit. <laughs> Some weird roadmap of here's where exactly. we are and here's where we've been. Exactly. Hey, Taylor Momsen, if you're listening, uh, you're welcome for uh, for the opening and uh, and closing act. Uh, Jimmy, I want to talk to you a little bit about Apiron uh, Northfields. Uh, went through a name change and stuff like that. We've kind of uh, t- discussed a little bit about that on the show before. Um, what are you guys looking forward to? I know the hemp industry, the CBD industry is, uh, is always an interesting one. I know you follow it closely, but what, what's exciting for you as we get through 2022? Just watching it grow. I mean, it's grown exponentially all three, every year. We started in 2018 uh, as Everything Hemp LLC, and um, this is the first year we're changing it over. We're almost complete with the change. Uh, We're just building website, getting labels printed and stuff, and then we're going to get out with that. Um, Some of the things we're going to do, we have a little more technique with what we're doing marketing-wise, and we're going to go a little more toward retail sales as well. About 80% of our business has probably been wholesale selling in white label, which, you know, um, with the Captain Coop stuff, you know. Um, but that's most of what we've been doing is wholesale. We just kind of put the put the brand on the back burner. And <clears throat> so when we, got, when we started looking at rebranding, um, we started maybe streamlining. We started out very homey. And mostly marketing towards uh, you know friends and family and stuff like that, and it grew beyond. So it's um, now we're we're going on a larger scale with the branding, and it's, you know it's not necessarily all about the brand, but we want a brand that's going to represent us, and that's where we came up. Up here on is it means limitless, and that's kind of where we're at with it. Um, but we're still homey, so it's up here on Northfields. I mean, we still are a small company, seven people strong, that we put stuff out all over the country that goes on with other people's names. So um, some of the things that we're going to be doing differently would be like, um, well, we're sponsoring some music acts because we do have um, a close relationship with um, Northwoods Rock Rally and stuff. So Motherwind obviously was a natural fit because Jackson, the drummer, is our chemist. He formulates and makes those products along with Annie the groupie that's sitting right behind me she's the assistant in that laboratory they see she she makes a little bit of money working as an assistant but she gets paid really well for mother when to be the paid groupie it goes around it's most it's not really like the gross groupie stuff she mostly just like wears the sandwich board and carnival barks for the band outside the show that's mostly so I mean anyway um but, no, those guys do a great job in the lab, and um, they were kind of the – I mean, I think their product um, consistency really is what led us to getting our own brand, something that we're really excited about, you know, and we're expanding the lines, um, going more into the stuff that was a little more taboo, stuff that you don't really want to tell your grandma about, some of the edibles, the Delta-8s, the Delta-9s, um, vapes, more smoking products and stuff just opening it up. We've always had therapeutic products with the CBD type thing. Those are still going to stay there and they're still a huge part of us, but we're opening those up to some of the 
the funner stuff that people have been asking us for a lot. Is that what ties it in, uh, you know, with, with Mother Wind, with other bands, with the artistry? Is is that element of the D8s, the D9s, I mean, in, in really entrancing itself into music? Because it's, it's obviously been a part of the fabric of music forever. But is this kind of just the way the, the, the culture has moved, the way that CBD has moved? Is this a natural intertwining of music and, and what you guys are doing? Oh, yeah, totally. It's uh, It's kind of like peas and carrots. I mean, you know, it's they go together very very easily um because i mean who didn't walk into a green room that didn't smell like weed Mm -hmm. you know i mean that's really what it is but you know aside from that though with the the culture moving toward legalization of different things um you also see that influence through our band culture i guess you know the music culture so there's a there's a lot of that It, it ties together pretty well that way um mother wind is one i just uh worked with zam trip i don't know if you've ever heard of them they're out of wyoming um and they they play a lot of big shows they're pretty big over there and they're getting bigger over here they're going to be playing at rock rally um they they cried because they didn't get selected for fest but um <laughs> sorry <laughs> so no anyway um they're we're actually gonna we're actually gonna work with them and come up with a line of products for them to sell on their merch table as well and um, co-brand. So we'll be pushing each other. Our sponsorships are like that. It's more of a partnership. It's not really just, hey, I'm going to get a van and wrap it and give it to you guys, man. No, it's nothing like that. It's like we push each other's product, basically. What's this relationship been like for you guys? Obviously, Jackson, you're you're very hands-on with it. But for you guys to be able to you know tie yourself in with a Piron, and, and, and bring that brand out, but also help support what you guys are doing. Is it, it seems like besides the fact that, you know, you're, there's a relationship here. Um, <laughs> as it's been, it's been good though. You feel like you, you like the partnerships like this, that, that help fund the band and help push the band forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to, to work more, I guess, with myself on it, <laughs> always <laughs> working with yourself. Um, but yeah, to develop some more stuff that is, that's unique merch for the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and also is, a, a helpful product or possibly healthy things. Um, I'm sure we're probably going to aim a little more at debaucherous things than yes, we are debauchery at, at approved like healing salves, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, you could probably do both. You could do well, the yeah. debauchery for the night and then you're probably going to need, you know, the medical rub, the, the aftercare. Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe throw some Tortuga in there. Shameless yeah, promotion. You need some Tortuga uh, for after the debauchery or as part of it. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Potato, tomato, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Peas and carrots, tomatoes, tomatoes and fruit. Does anybody else want soup? Is that just really, me? Like, <laughs> maybe some, some fresh veggies. Jackson can't have fruit. Jackson's allergic. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> now let's dive deeper. No, we'll, we'll leave your, your allergy and the fact that your lead singer eats bowls and bowls of fruit before shows out of this complex conversation. They are bowls, actually. See? We get them from Quick Trip. Like the, they're like stacked bowls. Quick Trip, where are you at? Mother Wind, Quick Trip, Fruit Bowls. You know yes. what else comes in bowls? A pure on D8 sprayed flower. Just... Shameless. Just getting shameless around here. <laughs> so we, we, we talked about, you know, the music that you guys have out. Obviously, the writing process keeps continuing. Uh, two big shows and, and a slew of other dates that you guys are going to be out playing. What are you guys looking uh, forward to after you kind of get through summer? Is it is it more getting more music written and more music out? Is that kind of the, the next step in the process? That's 
I mean, I'd say all that sooner than this summer, actually. Yeah. We're, we're going to be hitting the studio pretty quick, uh, trying to release some singles this spring. Um, probably hoping for a summer release as well. We're mm -hmm. just we're kind of writing machines lately. Whenever we're at practice, if we're whenever we try to have some direction, we accidentally write a song. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we're really we're really making a lot of content. Um, we're, we're looking to probably up our socials a little bit, mm -hmm. like just get more out there for people that want to interact with us. Um, and is the songwriting is, is the song creation? Is that and just to tie it all kind of back into where we started, is that really all kind of part of how cohesive this band is? You know, having all the pieces in place and just like writing songs, it's yeah, even if it's absolutely. not intentional, it just kind of comes naturally. Yeah, that's kind of indicative of how well we all mesh together. Cool. Um, is we'll, we're all accomplished enough musicians individually that mm -hmm. we can we can just jam to some tunes, but then at, as we're just fiddling around in the practice space we accidentally put together stuff that sounds really cool and we it's all stuff we really dig so well, that's awesome well it was great chatting with you guys i want to uh, get a chance to uh shout out your social medias and websites and get all the the pertinent information out there to people so that they know i'm guessing it's all <laughs> at motherwind at motherwind music oh, yeah underscores so, uh Everything's gonna be um, Motherwind Band. Um, Instagram, Motherwind Band. Twitter, Motherwind Band. Facebook, Motherwind Band. Uh, I think YouTube is the only one that's just Motherwind. Um, we've gotten really lucky with our handles. <laughs> there, no underscores and no like. Oh, it's Motherwind forty six. No um, underscore. Mom. There, there are these weird like yoga pages we run into sometimes. I don't, I don't know what Motherwind has to do with. I, maybe they're not yoga. Maybe they're like Pilates or like, like, a, like some, a chakra thing. Some, it feels like yeah. They're, yeah, it, it's like a, they're, feels, they're like some feels spiritual, very, yeah, very spiritual zen. pages. Namaste. I need, I need to look in what Mother Wind means to those people. Well, at least, at least if it ever comes down to a lawsuit, they're going to be total pushovers. Like you're going to be like, no, and they're like, okay, peace yeah. be with you. Yeah, like Mother Wind for them is just like this big peace thing, and it's like for us, it's just like chaos. <laughs> Awesome. Peace and love and mother wind. Thank you all for hanging out with us on the From the Captain's Quarters podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the From the Captain's Quarters podcast. I am Cooper. Remember, wherever you are listening, whatever podcast platform you are listening on, please give us a five-star rating. Please leave a review. And the biggest thing you can do to help spread the love of the show is to share it with your friends and family. We talk to all sorts of people, from musicians to business owners to off-road enthusiasts. We, we talk to everybody. So make sure you staple this one to your forehead as a podcast you want to get into your regular rotation. Find us on the social medias as well. Just search from the captain's quarters. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a high five. Appreciate you.